This is the EWN Podcast Network. You're listening to Dialogue with Dr. D, a podcast that inspires and empowers you to reinvent your past and revolutionize your future. Overcome adversity, fear, and feelings of failure as each episode is filled with inspirational experiences featuring professionals who can assist in your efforts. Together, we can help you find joy in your journey while positioning you toward success. Dr. D is a wonder work of personal growth and success moving beyond overwhelming and insurmountable odds to become a global speaker, life coach, and author. Dr. D uses her incredible passion and captivating personal experience to support your move beyond trials, tribulations, and adversities to emotional emancipation. You don't have to do it alone. Join Dr. D today. Move beyond what's been holding you back and become the new Empowered You. Have you given much thought to the positive impact reading to your children will have on their future? Reading aloud to your children is magical. It's transformational and diminishes strife. It feeds the soul that supports the building of neuroplastic brains. It provides a rich vocabulary and sentence structure and almost always guarantees academic success. It's undeniable that a child's reading skills are important to their success in school, work, and life in general. And it is very possible to help ensure your child's success by reading to them starting at a very, very early age. Research shows when you begin reading aloud to your child, it essentially provides them with background knowledge on their young world, which helps them make sense of what they see, what they hear, and what they read. In fact, Many educators and researchers postulate that it is the talk that surrounds the reading that gives it power, helping children to bridge what is in the story and in their own lives, rather than just the vocalization of the words. Introducing reading into your young child's life and the conversations it will prompt helps them to make sense of their own lives, especially at a young age. Welcome, PFAM. Joining us today is Mr. Bruce Van Antwerp, often referred to the Read Aloud Advocate. Bruce, a trained teacher, sales professional, and writer for 30 plus years was raised with all the books he wanted with no TV. Imagine that. He is a father of five children from the ages of 24 to 45, all with successful professional careers. And yes, he read to each of them. Welcome, Bruce. What, Bruce, do you mean when you say Read aloud, advocate. Well, mothers have known for a long time the power of stories and how much children enjoy them. Dads 
not so much. And so my goal is to convert dads into being enthusiastic about reading to their children because there are so many wonderful benefits for everybody involved. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, Bruce, I know there's an acronym you ascribe to, and it is called the READ acronym, R-E-A-D. Please expound on the R, which is reading and relationship. Well, relationship is the foundation for everything a father can do in a dream dad relationship. And what it does, the goal is to gain confidence in connection, communication, and credibility with your kids. Okay, let's move then to the E, education. Education is twofold. Number one is actually growing their minds in the foundation for education, for what they learn. The single best foundation for academic success is found to be vocabulary that the child comes to school with, not after they get to school, but what they have developed before they come to school. So that is foundational. The other is that I have found there is no better way to teach values, character, virtues, other than story, without ought to and should. Dads have done so much of, you have to do this, you need to do that. But this is to the back door is teaching them how to behave and giving them heroes that they can emulate through story. Wonderful, Bruce. Now, the A is attention. Does reading support the development of the attention span? And if it does, how? How so? By all means, it does. First off, you know, if a father doesn't have his child attention, he's not getting anywhere there either. You see, the psychologist tells today that devices, these wonderful devices have developed a 14-second attention span in so many kids today. How are you going to get their attention with these? Stories can build attention spans tremendously. And Bruce, when you say these devices, are you referring to cell phones or mobile phones? What do you mean by the device? Sure, that and pads and computers, they all, they develop, they've developed what the psychologists say, a 14 second attention span. And yet I have seen kids sit for 140 minutes hearing a story and not getting tired. My children and grandchildren, they will sit for hours to listen to stories and not rushing off here and there. Though the fact is we did a lot of reading. You don't have to just sit there like Martinettes. I mean, they can go ahead and be coloring books and doing other things too while they're listening. It's amazing. It works. It is absolutely amazing. And then finally, the D is for dreams. Please tell us what role does dreams have on reading? Dreams are for the kid. So many fathers had the idea they have dreams what they want their kids to do. They want to live out their life that they didn't do in, through their kids. It doesn't work that way. God made each of us individually. And so it takes time. The wonderful thing about spending time with reading to children is an amazing way to get close enough to your kids that you can discern their God-given design. And once you discern their design, then help your child to discover their strengths and what delights and stirs their soul. 
and then to help a father to help their child build their dreams. That's how you get world changers. That's very, very powerful. And we all aspire to be great dreamers because dreaming leads to success. Now, Bruce, storytelling is one of the most powerful things that can happen in anyone's life. We all learn from stories. Please share with us a story you experience while reading or spending time with your children. Can you think of any? Yes. I'm standing, open mouth, leaning forward, and I've never seen anybody work so hard. I'm almost 26 years old. Now, before you peg me as one of those lazy guys who can sit and watch work for hours, doesn't bother him a bit, he can watch it for hours, let me... Let me give you the location. We're in the delivery room, and my amazing wife, after a night of long labor, is delivering our firstborn, a son, just before mid-afternoon. When the doctor took that little miracle and put him in my arms, and I looked at him, I knew love like I had never known before. And suddenly, I wanted to raise a great kid. But how? I, I didn't have any owner's manual, and I mostly winged it until I learned the magic of stories. Beautiful. It's often been said, Bruce, and you, I've heard it from you as well. You say, and I quote, reading builds a lifetime bond. Please explain. Do tell. Well, it's an amazing thing about stories and reading to your kids is that God built something in I did not understand. When I started reading to my oldest son when he was just a little guy and I realized how we were bonding together, I did not understand the brain chemistry that was behind it that I've learned more recently. It's absolutely amazing is that when my little son brought me his book and said, read me a story, daddy. And I pulled him up on my lap and I read to him. And he'd get down and go off and come back 10 minutes later, read me a story, daddy. Same story. I'd read it to him again. And we'd hug and laugh and he'd go off and play. And he'd come back 10 minutes later, read me a story, daddy. Same story. It's amazing what it does. But I learned that the brain chemistry is that the feel-good hormones, when we had that bonding time and the laughter together with the story, and I hugged him close, we had dopamine and serotonin, the feel-good hormones, releasing, and then oxytocin with a 20-second hug, the bonding chemical, the bonding hormone, we had those released, and they're building and pulling us together, and my son enjoyed it so much, he'd go off to do something else, and he'd come back, because he'd come back for, he wanted another hit. Now, it wasn't like somebody with crack cocaine, but it's the same pleasure points in the brain, they tell us, and it actually gets addictive from the brain hormones that are released from the good time shared together. And that's where the bonding and everything good comes from that is it gets addictive and he wants more and more of it. And so when he wants more and more of it, keeps coming back. Well, why would I turn him away? It's an amazing thing that God designed that that way. And I didn't even know that when I was a young daddy. It's amazing for you to say you didn't know it, but how many 
of our PFAM and relatives are walking around not knowing that. This is powerful information. And Bruce, I am so happy that you're here with us today to share this, taking a little time to read to your children, we know will produce such results as cognitive development, improved language skills, academic success, uh, bonding with your child, concentration and discipline, imagination and creativity, and cultivating that lifelong love of reading. This is powerful and we can give it at no additional cost to our little ones. How powerful is that? Really? That's amazing. Yes. Bruce, if you will, please elaborate on the excerpt from a study on toddlers, cognitive development as a result of being read aloud to, in particular, how in a matter of seconds, thousands of cells in the children's growing brains respond. And I know you touched on this a little bit earlier, but elaborate on that study. Well, Harvard Medical did a joint study with MIT on brain development of children. And they were astounding factors they found of of the building brain six, seven months neonatal before they were born and how they were growing. And then as they went on, long after Sesame Street and the other, you know, programs on TV, they thought you just say enough words and the kids will get them and they'll get educated and they'll learn. But it didn't work. It wasn't successful like they had hoped it would be. And what they found in the study was that the parental conversations with their children were the key. The reason was, is the opportunity for the child to speak back. The television doesn't allow the child to speak back. But then with the conversations with the parents, then the child would have a chance to vocalize back. And that's where the learning came. Well, the thing that goes beyond that study that I've learned is that children's books have three times as many richer words beyond the normal conversation than a parent's conversation does. And it's the richer words than that build their vocabulary beyond just see, see Tom run, <laughs> you know. But when my six-year-old granddaughter just recently said something like, that's irresponsible, <laughs> you know, we all looked up, but it was part of her conversation because she had been read to in this interaction. And so it, it builds the brain. It gets a richer vocabulary when you go beyond the conversations, actually the stories. And that's what I found. So the study was on parental conversation, but it's even better to read because the books have a richer vocabulary. So I'm understanding correctly then to walk away with reading and interaction combined. Yes. Okay. So you can play play games with them. I mean, hold the book upside down. Have a book on Jack and the Beanstalk and said, once upon a time, there were three little pigs. And kids just love that because that, no, daddy. And it's a playing and it's the interaction. And it's those games that make it fun. 
And so that's the key thing. That's why I wanted to bring this in. The key factor in all of this is it must be enjoyable. It must be fun for everybody. And for the kids, it has to be fun. You're not going to just go ahead and take an encyclopedia and start reading to them. That's a joy of stories. Okay. That Listen, I can't even imagine getting an encyclopedia and being read to from that and having any kind of joy. Okay. It's the exactly. stories. It's the pictures. All of that combined. Bruce, what impact does bringing your vocabulary to school has on the little ones? Not going to school to learn the vocabulary, but actually taking the vocabulary with you. It's huge. The research has proven that a child's vocabulary before they come to school is the foundation of all academic success once they're there. And they can't seem to catch up. It is very difficult without extra help, but it is a story. It's when you read to them is when they get that bigger vocabulary, which sets them up for success Mm -hmm. once they're in school. Amazing. Amazing. PFAM, powerful information. I hope you're jotting down some notes. Now, every child longs to be loved and approved by their father. This allows them to build on that for their lifetime. However, fathers will typically say, I provide a roof over your head. I put food on the table. Now go to your mother. Talk to us, Ruth, about the impact a father has on a child's life. I'll tell you what, fatherlessness today is a crisis. It is. It has never been worse. And the depression with kids has only gotten worse since COVID hit. And so I can tell you without any question is the wonderful thing about reading to your child is you're building relationship. And that is the key. Very, very few fathers who read to their children will ever deal with teenage rebellion. Because when your foundation to read is because you love them and to establish that loving relationship and you're taking the time and you're interacting, you're getting close enough to recognize their God-given design and to encourage them in that, then the child is with the dad. The dad is there and the child understands dad loves them. And that is the key. And so one of the saddest things is when there's fatherlessness with the dad in the house. And that happens all too often. I can share some of my own personal stories relating to that, but I won't mm-hmm. get started, Pete, ma'am. <laughs> Let's stay on the subject. Let's stay on the subject. Bruce, what else can you share with the PFAM to ensure that we all have the information required to know the importance of doing a deep dive with our little ones getting them off to a great start? Well, I just say, read, read, read to your kids. Reading has magic. Um, It's just because the the, the thing is this, is so much of it, like I say, it's beyond the stories, but it's the hero's journey. Good stories, reading good stories have a hero journey and somebody has to overcome difficulties Mm -hmm. and conflict in life. And that's what life is really all about. So many people don't know how to deal with trouble. They don't know how to overcome it. And so actually reading the stories is one of the best ways is because you see people do so. 
And you say, hey, I can do that, too. That's what I would like to do. I don't want to just give up and quit and stop. I want to go on and be successful. I want to I want to seek my goals. And that's a wonderful thing about reading one of the greatest things. I didn't mention this before, but Einstein said the building the imagination is the most important thing you can do. That's what reading does is it builds the imagination, which is so much more important than just memorizing facts. It's causing creative thinking and it's a creativity then that helps us to overcome difficulties in life and not just quit and give up. So now that creative imagination that you mentioned, does that tie in with creative visualization? It can, yes. And that's the thing is, is that when people read these stories and they imagine them, the tube doesn't do that. When you have the tech, it's just all there for you. But when their stories are read, then each one, the creative imagination. And I can tell you, I've seen that with my kids. We had a rule, you never see the movie until you've read the book. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's powerful. Bruce, please go back. You mentioned four C's earlier. Please give that to us again. Wonderful. The four C's of relationship are confidence in connection, communication, and credibility with your kids. And they are also strong with reading and continuing to read and keeping that reading relationship. I could go on and on of the amazing stories of people who read to their kids until they went to college. Or my kids are wanting us to read to them the Narnia Chronicles when they're in their 30s and 40s when we get together on vacation. <laughs> it never ends. This is valuable information. Bruce, please tell us how the PFAM can find you. You can find me at brucevanantwerp at yahoo.com. B-R-U-C-E-V-A-N-A-N-T-W-E-R-P at yahoo.com. I do have some older, uh, older website and Facebook page, Mr. Bruce Books. MrBruceBooks.com, Mr. Bruce Books for Facebook. And there is some information with some of my writings on there. My goal is to have fun, fun writing. Mr. Bruce writes like Dr. Seuss. Okay. Once again, thank you very much. We appreciate the knowledge transfer and we look forward to connecting again. Thanks, Bruce. Allow me, if you will, to close with the words from personal development coach and speaker, Brian Tracy, who said, your ability to expand your mind and strive for lifelong learning is critical to your success. He went on to say, learning is the minimum requirement for success in any field. PFAM, please read to our little ones. We have to make that happen. Bruce, our time is up. So thank you for joining us today. And many thanks to you for the valuable information share. You have given us a lot of good information that's certainly going to take us where we need to go with our little ones. Now, Proverbs 22.6 tells us, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Pete fam, 
Once again, you have been inspired and empowered on the Dialogue with Dr. D. Take good care, and I want you to be safe. Thank you for listening to Dialogue with Dr. D. If you enjoyed the show and would like to connect further with Dr. D, visit drdcarroll.com. And please, please don't forget to like, share, and leave us a review on iTunes. With Dr. D's guidance and support coupled with your belief and commitment, you can succeed in your moving beyond journey. Join the dialogue today and tap into the new, empowered you. Best wishes for peace, love, and continued blessings. And we'll see you here next time on Dialogue with Dr. D. Remember, transformation and reinvention is yours. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help one million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.